You're listening to the Dibbly Dobbly Podcast. Remember to like, share, comment, subscribe, and click the bell to make sure you get the latest episodes of the podcast. Be sure to like and share our Facebook page and follow us on Twitter and on Instagram. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Dibbly Dobbly Podcast. On today's episode of the podcast, we summarise day one of the second Ashes test between Australia and England from the Adelaide Oval. It's the Dibbly Dobbly Podcast. Now let's get started. Let's have a look at the session-by-session breakdown of day one of the second Ashes test from the Adelaide Oval. Australia won the toss and chose to bat first, and in the first session of play today on day one, Marcus Harris was the first wicket to go for three, caught Butler, bowled broad. Australia at lunch were one for 45 after 25 overs. In the second session, Warner and Labashane brought up the 50 partnership for the second wicket. Then Labashane was dropped on 21 by Josh Butler. Then David Warner brought up his half century. Then Warner and Labashane brought up the 100-run partnership for the second wicket. Labashane brought up his 50 just before T, and Australia at T were 1 for 129 after 53 overs. The third session of day one saw David Warner go for 95, caught broad, bowled Stokes. Warner and Labashane added 172 runs for the second wicket partnership. Then just before the end of play on day one, Labashane was dropped again by Josh Butler for 95. So Australia at stumps, uh, two for 221 after 89 overs, minus Labashane 95 not out, and Steve Smith 18 not out. That was the session by session breakdown of day one of the second Ashes test from the Adelaide Oval. What are my thoughts on the day? Um, it was a pretty interesting day of Test Match Cricket, you have to say. Obviously, all the drama before the Test even started with Pat Cummins not playing, obviously being ruled out due to unforeseen circumstances, which were not in his control. Um, obviously, Steve Smith becoming captain because of that, and obviously Michael Nessa making his debut. So a lot of things happened. With that being said, it was a very good day of Test Match Cricket. I thought Australia batted extremely well to get to stumps, 2 for 221. Um, David Warner and Manus Labuschagne yet again batted superbly. What I liked about them is that run scoring was difficult at times because England bowlers were bowling really well, um, keeping the runs down. And Australia couldn't get that upper gear. They couldn't really click into overdrive and really score some runs because England were bowling really well at times during this first day. Um, I thought Warner and Labuschagne, they, they showed great focus and concentration they batted for time they took their time didn't rush they showed a lot of great um, skills with their focus and concentration but also their mental toughness and resilience was excellent I thought the partnership they added together of 172 was brilliant Um, very good batting Um, they put Australia into a very good position in this test match at the end of day one Um, unfortunate for David Warner to get out for 95, I thought he deserved a century. The second time in the series he's gone in the 90s. But I'm, I'm sure David Warner will score a century in this Ashes series. Hopefully in the second innings. If not, probably the third test match in Melbourne. But um, he batted extremely well today, David Warner. Not at his aggressive best. Obviously, he wasn't really aggressive today in terms of his strike rate, obviously. It was a, um, a patient innings from him. But a different innings and a different side to David Warner's batting. And he took his time and he batted well for his 95. 
I thought Marnus Labashain, he's still out there on 95, not out. Um, Marnus, what can you say about him? He is a, a one-of-a-kind batsman. He's like Steve Smith 2.0. Um, he batted really well today. What I liked about his innings was he left the ball really well, like he did at the Gabba. He took his time. He was patient. Um, took his opportunities to score when they presented themselves uh, to him. Um, and he's really batted well, Marnus. So I think Australia will be very happy with the position they're in after day one. Two for 221 is a commanding position. And they'll be very happy with that heading into day two. And the plan for them will be try to get as many runs as they can to this first innings and look to put England under pressure. That will be the plan heading into day two for Australia. For England, my thoughts on them and how they went about things on day one was I thought England bowled well. Um, but the one thing that, if you have to be critical about their performance with the ball today, is number one, they didn't take their chances. But number two, they were a bit too short with the new ball. And they, they will be disappointed that they've only taken two wickets today, England. They would have liked three or four or five wickets today, not two. Because by bowling short, they did not make use of the new ball early. Uh, when Anderson and Broad were bowling, it was great bowling, but they were a tad too short. And when Robinson and Wokes came on, they were too short as well. Um, Stokes had a different role in the bowling attack today. He was more the aggressor, looking to bowl short balls and looking to rough up Warner and Labashain and Smith with short balls today uh, because the absence of Mark Wood. Um, so that was his role in, in the uh, bowling attack today, uh, Ben Stokes. But uh, yeah, they bowled short. Um, as I said, they missed opportunities with uh, with the ball in the field. Uh, two drop catches. Josh Butler dropped Marnus Labashain twice for 21 and for 95 just before the day's play, uh, which had could have been a lot different for England if Josh Butler took two of those catches. Um, they would have been three or four down by now, Australia. But they're two down, and he missed those catches. Um, he'll be disappointed about that, but you've got to take your opportunities. And England did create opportunities with the ball, but their length was the biggest concern with their bowling. They just bowled too short with the new ball and didn't make it count. And that's why Australia are two down for 221. Warner and Labuschagne have played extremely well, along with Steve Smith who joins Labuschagne, um at the crease at the moment. So, yeah, England's effort today was a good effort with the ball, but it's going to be an uphill battle for England in this test match with the ball. So they really got to find ways to take their opportunities and take their catches and get every wicket they can because it's going to be a tough, tough um, day in the field on day two for them if they don't take their opportunities with the ball. So overall... It was a, a good day's test match cricket. Always a great uh, test match, the Adelaide Oval test match, obviously the day-night test. It was a great uh, day's cricket. Very exciting. Let's hope for another exciting day on day two. What can we expect from both teams headed into day two? Australia will be looking to push on and get a big total in the first innings and make it more difficult for England and their bowlers. And looking to keep England out in the field for a long period of time, make them tired and fatigued and looking to post a big total in the first inning. So with Australia two down for 221, they should be looking at 450, maybe 500, maybe 550, because they're such in a good position at the moment. Um, so that'll be the plan, looking to keep England's bowlers out there for a long period of time on a very hot day for day two um, of this test match. Um, given that England have not picked a specialist spinner, 
it's going to be very energy draining for them in the field. So if Australia can post a big turtle, bat for long periods of time, keep it out there in the field for majority of the day and make the England bowlers tired and fatigue, and then looking to probably declare towards the end of the day's play, if they do get to 450 or 500 before the end of the day's play, and look to get England under lights and their fragile batting uh, unit uh, with the brand new pink ball and look to get a couple of wickets before the end of the day's play on day two, then I think that will be a great day for Australia. So that will be what Australia will be thinking about doing on day two, and that's the plan for them going forward in this test match. For England, they need to take early wickets. Simple as that. They need to take their chances with the new ball. If they don't take their chances and don't take early wickets with the new ball, they could be staring down a big total to chase in the first innings. And they don't want that to happen, England, because England have to win this second test match to stay in this Ashes series. If they don't, it's going to be a very long series for them, and it's going to be very difficult to get back to the series. So they need to take every wicket and every chance they can, because it's going to be a hot day, the bowlers are going to be tired, there's no specialist spinner in the side, Australia will be looking to bat time and looking to keep them out there for a long period of time, and looking to uh, pile on the runs and the pain for England. So what England need to do, it's simple. Take early wickets and take their chances. Well, that's all the time we have for this episode. Be sure to subscribe and click the bell to get the latest episodes of the podcast and like and share our Facebook page and follow us on Twitter and on Instagram. Until next time, keep safe and bye for now.